again, double teamed fam. Happy Thursday, happy holiday season. How are we all doing? I can't believe it's already December. I can't believe either. And honestly, like this year has been a whirlwind. I feel like January through March dragged and then don't even remember May through October. November has slightly killed me. And then now here we are, December. Yeah, happens like that every year, I feel like. So I'm so, looking forward to the slowness of January that's coming up. Yeah, I hope it's slow too, you know? Mama needs a break, so. All right, so for today, um, we recently did an episode with Broke Girl Therapy, which we loved. And if you haven't checked out that episode, go give it a listen. Or Definitely view. worth it. It's also on YouTube. So I'm not going to lie. I was so toasty during that episode. Like, you can see it in my eyes. By toasty, she means she had too much rosé. What else would it mean? I don't know. Toasty, just, like, warm? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I would, if it's a really warm recording No, studio. that's true. <laughs> no, I'm a lightweight, and I had two glasses of rosé, which just sent me over the edge. I know. You weren't, like, belligerent or anything. Well, no, but I still, like, looking back, I was like, wow, okay, I was definitely feeling it. Yeah. But that's okay. I had a lot of fun. We absolutely loved that episode. I cannot wait to collaborate again. So, but the funny thing was, was at one point we were talking about like kinks and we mentioned like degradation versus humiliation. And y'all, you know, when we're recording sometimes like- You forget what you're saying. Your train your derails, this shit happens. Or know? like you're trying to think of a word, but it's, it's not coming to you. Like in the last episode when colleagues just disappeared from my vocabulary and I said professional side. Luckily, <laughs> Kami came in with the assist there. But what I'm saying is like sometimes you forget- like as you're talking, you're like you're thinking you're trying to think of a word, but you're not quick enough and you gotta keep the conversation moving. So I just remember at one point I was like, humiliation is humiliating, like, humiliating them. And I was like, that's not like I listened back to it when I was watching and I'm like, that's not my what favorite I comment was when I was like someone oh, on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, someone on TikTok put humiliation equals humiliation. Got it. Thanks. And I was just <laughs> dying laughing. So I decided perhaps it's time to do an episode, not only redeeming myself, but diving a little bit more into those kinks. Because if it's anything I realized, like Stephanie, you know, she was saying that she likes essentially degradation, but she seems to be a vanilla person in the sense that like she hasn't dove too much into anything that's like BDSM related. And let me just preface this with like, you can have kinks and fetishes and not necessarily be like into BDSM or be super kinky. Like for example, praise kink. I feel like a lot of vanilla people have a praise kink. I think that's because we all have daddy issues as a collective. <laughs> Like the entire world, I think, just has really big daddy issues. And I think that's where the praise comes in. But no, you're right. You don't have to be super, super kinky to, you know, be into this stuff. So, or to have some things that like turn you on and get you going. So let's dive in. Exactly. We'll start with objectification. I feel like this is another common one, especially for women, because I see this a lot, like, they want to be like tossed around and like used like a toy. So objectification, which when I had done some research on all the different kinds and whatnot, just to like brush up on my knowledge and everything and kind of clearly find the distinctions, it said arousal by being dehumanized. 
someone that likes to be like used like a toy or a sex doll, something like that. And I feel like that's a pretty common one for women, even if they don't necessarily know that it's a objectification kink, but like you want to be made to feel like this little doll that's being like tossed around and fucked and all those things. So that was objectification. I will say, I think being used as a piece of furniture is part of objectification. It could be something as simple as being used like a toy, something like that, to objectification, like let me be a table for you to put your feet on while you watch TV. Like I think the spectrum is really gonna depend on it, like how kinky you are. But I mean, with all of these, I think there's a spectrum. Oh, I agree there. So like on the more vanilla side, you have the people that are, you know, just want to be this cute little sex doll. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have the people that want to be a literal chair. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. My doms, for example, sometimes like when my male dom puts me in a position, my female dom will then, for example, like use me as like a chair, like she'll sit on me. Or she will, you know, do something like that. And that's it plays into like an objectification kink. I just like that I'm being used. So I'm just happy to be used. <laughs> I like objectification to a certain degree. I actually do not mind being a piece of furniture, which sounds terrible. Objectification is like one of the ones that I don't dabble as much into as I do like degradation. Yeah. So next one, and this is, you know, kind of what I was meaning to clarify in the episode with Stephanie, but just didn't. Degradation. So there were a lot of forums on Reddit about people asking about the difference between degradation and humiliation. I kind of crowdsourced those kind of meanings from different people, just kind of like reading through and seeing like, okay, I like, I agree with this, disagree with that. And then also kind of like looked for whatever the consensus, the general consensus. I did find some like blog posts and whatnot that were kind of like talking about degradation, kinks. Some people argue that like degradation is an umbrella and humiliation falls under that. I could see that. I could see that argument too. Yeah. So there was a lot, but basically what I gathered was with degradation, you're like dehumanizing them, not quite like objectification where you're making them feel not human-like, but more like dehumanizing them as in like you're making them feel less, less than. than. Yes. Um, you're degrading their character or their ego. It's kind of a power play in that you're you're putting yourself on top of them, like in status because of the things that you're degrading them with, if that makes sense. And I think if you look at the representation that you see in like TV and stuff of degradation. It's always powerful men mm-hmm. that love being degraded. That's true. Yeah, I do love to see that. Well, but like in the episode with Stephanie, you were saying to her, you're like, do you like to hear that you're like a dirty little slut? Like slut right there. That's like a pretty degrading thing to say to someone. Yeah. Whore or slut are usually like what you hear most for, yeah. you know, when a woman is being degraded. Because of course, society tells us those words are terrible. I think they're really fun. What would it be for a man? A piece of shit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) A cuck. But like if that's... Little boy? No. No. Um, The subs that I've messed with in the past liked to be called things like... Loser, actually. Yeah, loser, sissy. Sissy. Pussy. Pussy, yeah. For some reason. I don't know. That was like a degrading thing. Anyways, things along those lines are the ones that came to mind at least. 
But yeah, with degradation, like when I think of, like, again, this is another one where like it's a spectrum. So like if you're kind of leaning more on the vanilla side, but you're, you know, a girl that likes to be called like a dirty little slut, that's a degradation kink. Yeah. Like if you want to hear that in bed, you know, or you want someone to like. Or maybe you like hearing like you're an absolute fucking bitch, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. That's a little bit more in there because like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know that I want to be called a bitch. I actually have been called a bitch a few times in bed while being degraded and it's not my favorite so i'll stick to the side where i'm being called for yeah it's interesting though that you say that because like certain words like do like really get people going and other words don't no you're right but so, it's all about what you like and yeah what it's you all don't. and it all depends on like where it falls in the spectrum but like on the you know on the more like intense side of the degradation spectrum like it'd probably be someone that likes to be you know like during a scene I don't know, maybe more intense words like cunt or motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. Anyways, what I'm saying is, I'm not regardless, really sure about it could be a spectrum, but I think degradation is one where you can see some more vanilla people enjoying a very mild level of degradation in bed. I wonder if I like the softer words because I am like a little submissive. Yeah, oh, I would bet that. Yeah, I would bet But that. I mean, it, with degradation, you are kind of playing into their ego. So of course, like with men... You're going to be playing into like, oh, okay, you're a loser. And you're worthless. You're worthless. Yeah. With women, you're going to be like, oh, you fucking whore. Like degradation, you're definitely playing into, I think, egos. Egos and also kind of like the gender norms and dynamics, which is why like when I think about more of like non-binary or people that don't necessarily identify with certain genders, the, the language there might be different. And I'd be curious to hear like what are some of their more preferred terms of degradation? Well, that's what I was saying. Like the guys that like wanted me to call them sissies, I remember all very hetero guys mm. in very male-dominated hetero professions that wanted to feel completely emasculated see and i think that's why like that's why you have so many and the representation in media shows is so often that i do find it true i do think a lot of powerful hetero men love kink in which they're submissive because and, and they takes, like yeah it takes the power out of them. they like relinquishing the power yeah they do because they're powerful and they're every day. So they like to be able to like give away that power. I mean, that's why I like being a submissive. In my day-to-day life, I'm very type A. I'm very dominant. Sure, I am a switch. But most of the time, I like to be a submissive because I like relinquishing the power. I don't want to have to think about anything. I don't want to be in control. Mm. Do whatever the fuck you want to me. Like, use me as your toy. Degrade me. Whatever the fuck. All right. Yeah. So, humiliation. So, Humiliation is different from degradation, and this is what I was trying to say in the damn episode, is that humiliating has more to do with, like, embarrassment. And I think where humiliation plays more of a role is, like, if you're in a more public setting. Because it's kind of like degrading them in public. It's like a deconstruction of their public image or perception. So, Well, and I think here you can have instances where it's not, it doesn't even have to be in public. Like, if you have, like, a pee kink... I feel like that falls into humiliation. A piss kink. Okay, sorry. Piss kink. (laughs) A pee kink. Okay, sorry. (laughs) A pee kink sounds really funny. (laughs) Okay, if you have a piss kink, which, you know what? Some people do. I think that probably would, in a way, fall under humiliation. Yeah. Well, humiliate like a humiliation kink, I think, can have more to do with 
also tasks as well. So degrading, you're degrading them as a person, humiliating them. Like you can make them do really humiliating things like clean your feet, wipe your ass. Tie my shoe in public. Exactly. Yeah. I think humiliate or degradation can sometimes be a little bit more words. Uh, Well, I was going to say degradation. Well, that's true. Humiliation is more actions, I think. That's fair. I think that's a fair assessment of it as well. But I was also going to say where degradation could be more vanillaized. Humiliation, I think, is more definitely in the kink spectrum. Yeah, I feel like if you have a humiliation kink, you are very kinky. More kinky than I am. Absolutely. I don't have a humiliation kink. I do not either. Like if I'm a sub and you ask me, especially in a public setting, to do something like... I don't know, eat something off your foot or something like that. Fuck no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Red all the way. We're stopping the scene right then and there. I am turned off. I do not have a humiliation kink. Yeah. Degradation kink, have at it. Degrade me. I don't care. Make me feel less than. Yeah. Uh, well, but And like I said, I, I do think degradation, I take it back to words versus humiliation actions. One of the ways that my dom degrades me is by, you know, saying commands such as say you're a dirty little whore or say I'm a dirty little slut, something like that, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah, that's degrading. So, or, and I think that's more so than like humiliation. Yeah. No, definitely. So that's what I wished I had explained on Stephanie's episode was that degradation and humiliation are definitely two very different things. And I definitely agree that humiliating it can sometimes be more action oriented and also definitely way further into the kinky spectrum than degradation. I'd be interested to know someone's perspective on humiliation kink. I yeah, know. and what what turns them on about that? I know for me, degradation, it has, again, something to do with like just relinquishing my power and letting them make me feel less than just because like it helps me like almost get into my submission of like, of course I'm less than. This is why I'm doing all these things for my master or my my dom, my mm-hmm. my mistress, you know? So it, that's where that plays into it. And, it. and it's more of like giving them that power. Whereas like humiliating, like if you're asking me to do something that's really embarrassing. I'm not going to do it. No, I just, I cannot. I cannot. Well, and I think if you, if you do want a good resource for seeing like these, Bonding is actually a pretty good representation of some of these kinks. I would now, agree. I have to say, I haven't seen the show in a while, so my memory's a little fuzzy, but I do remember they they did show a spectrum of different kinks. There and, was the guy that liked to be peed on that No, exactly. And I think that's part of humiliating. Yeah, he but he also liked to be like humiliated for having a, a No, exactly. A tiny he dick. loved it when they just said like the most awful things to him, like the most humiliating things that well, and that's why I do think that humiliation falls under degradation. Because in a way, I mean you're kind of doing both. I mean humiliating and degradating. And this like degrading. and I yeah and I think if you want to see humiliation go watch bonding and go watch specifically the man that like that has the piss kink well because I remember like also they were laughing at him as they were doing this yep. and like so that right there like laughing at them that's a humiliating thing yep exactly like you're he, not you're not laughing at someone if you're degrading them let me tell you if you laugh at me when you're degrading me that's a hard no Great thing. Well, what if you're like 
you know, if it's a soft chuckle. <laughs> that's um, what I was going to say. If it's a slight chuckle and as like, they're calling you like a throaty one. Oh, okay. Now I'm down for that. Yeah. Like a slight chuckle as they're calling you a whore. I could see that like, <laughs> you whore. Like I, yes, especially that. I love that. With a deep voice. Uh, oh, I'm God. already a little bit thinking about it. With objectification, degradation, humiliation, I can see where there's probably some confusion, especially from the more vanilla side of the spectrum. So hopefully that kind of clarifies it a little bit more. Maybe I'll send this episode to the guy that commented humiliating equals or humiliation equals humiliating. Got it. (laughs) Now I will say another one that I think gets confused quite a bit is praise versus worship kinks. Mm. And I think it's kind of similar to degrading and humiliating where like they're very, very similar, but there are some like key differences. So, and this was another one that like I was reading like forum after forum on Reddit and people were kind of like describing the two and I gathered the consensus and it definitely gave me a little bit more of a understanding. So like, for example, the girl that I'm seeing, she has a worship kink, like by far, whereas like I have more of like a praise kink. So what I was reading that like praise is kind of more about verbal praise, like words and using different phrases to praise the person for like example good girl is a praise kink and that one I think on the vanilla side of things a lot of people like some version of like good girl good boy like I something do think like that there are some actions are I would say accompanied with praise but they're very subtle as opposed to like the ones we'll talk about with worship but like for example praise I think is where you would like come in with like the petting and you know, the soft touches and the yeah, grabbing of like the neck or cupping the cheek. Yeah, I would agree. And so, and saying things like, you look so good sucking my cock or you're, you know, such a good little slut, you know, things like that. Wait, no. Or sucking cock. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that- no, but I, I do think, but, and that's the thing, you know, call, being called little slut or little whore makes it more praise than if you're saying like, you're such a dirty whore. Oh, like degradation, like dirty slut, and then praise being more like little slut. So I can see that the vocabulary there makes a huge difference. Yeah, and the 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 intent, the intent behind it, the tone. Yes, tone does have a lot to do with it. So I could see how, for example, like if someone was like, you fucking whore, as they're like having sex with me, I definitely take that as like degradation. But if they were like, you know, petting my cheek and then saying something like, you're such a good little slut before they smack me across the face, which I would hope they do. Then that's, to me, that's more of like praise. But it, it and now also preface this with, it does have to do with tone because it, when I think about it, like my Dom, whenever he talks, whenever he's doing his degradation talk, the tone is so much more different than praise talk. But some of the verbiage can still be the same. Whore, slut, you know, still there. It's just... The accompanying words and the accompanying tone, very different. So maybe it's like praising degradation. I'll have to think on that. Praiseful degradation. Being called a little slut. Mm. Uh, we'll think on that. And maybe we'll get some like, you know, throw out some feelers with the kink community and see what their thoughts are. So if you are in the kink community, give us a shout. What do you think um, on that one? But another thing that I was reading that I thought was pretty accurate so like, like I said, praise is more verbal. It's usually kind of like in reward of an action. So like they're sucking your dick or they're, you know, eating your pussy and they're doing a really good job. So you're giving them praise for it, right? Yep. With the worship, it can be more kind of nonverbal, more acts 
you know, things that are more physical in nature, like getting on your knees for them, bowing for them, those kind of things I think can tie into a worship kink. I would agree there, except getting on the knees is a very common for like dom sub perspective. So, but I guess if you're using it more like in a top bottom sort of way, that that could be more worship. Yeah, I could see I that. I guess it just does, It the getting on the knees does depend on the context. Yeah, and I mean, also with worship, I think it can be verbal as well, but more intense. So instead of like saying like good and, you know, kind of more of those softer terms, what's another word for good? Great. You know what I mean? So basically like if you're using, like that's kind of a really soft term. Whereas like, I think with a worship kink, if you're like worshiping their body and like calling it perfection, if you're worshiping them, you call them like a God or a goddess or my king, my queen, like it's very reverent. Yeah. But also like those very like elevated terms, I think make it more of a worship kink. For example, I have a praise kink. I do not have a worship kink. And I know this because if someone was like, in the middle of having sex with me, they're like, oh my God, you're such a queen. If someone said my queen during sex, I'd be turned off. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Like I'm a queen in life, but I don't in the bed right now. Like I call me that, call me a good girl. And then we'll, and then we're talking. Yeah. I guess for me being a sub, I don't like hearing my queen because that makes me think like, I'm like a dom. Yeah. In a way. I'm curious to see like more of what the non-binary terms would be for for praise and worship kinks because all the ones that we've said so far have been like you know kind of more gender norm but god and goddess or in god itself i don't think oh, that has, could be non-binary yeah you're right. yeah i don't think it yeah. has gender yeah. attached to it now modern culture does but technically yeah no you're right absolutely just depends on what you identify you could with. say deity yeah my absolute deity we got to get a little more creative with some of these examples we're giving, but I mean, they're not bad. I will say though, I read something that I thought was very, very true. Praise is for the sub and worship is for the dom. Yep. And I was like, I, I would agree. agree. Yeah. Because you praise the sub for what they're doing. You worship the dom for being the elevated being that they are. Well, and that's what I'm saying. That's how you get on your knees for your dom. Yeah. So I think that could like. Or your master. Yeah. Or your master or your daddy. Mistress. Yeah, mistress, your mommy, whatever. So, but I, I could see how like there were plenty on that were like, what's the difference between praise and worship king? Like I could see how people get the two confused. Praise like degradation, I think is another one that a lot of vanilla men and women have. Um, because we all have daddy issues. Yes, but it's like very much like on the spectrum of, you know, the vanilla side of what that kink could look like. With praise, for example, like so many girls I know like to be called good girl. Yeah, but that but they don't necessarily like to be a sub. Exactly. Yeah. So like the, the, the kink stops there. Like they want to be called a good girl, but it, that's where it ends. Like they See, don't, and I they don't like, be for like example, a like a lot of vanilla men love being called daddy, but that doesn't mean that they're a dom. Yeah. Or, um, my most recent guy, papi. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say who right here. Interesting. Uh, okay. Uh, no, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. We don't kink shame. We no. don't kink shame. Yeah. Also, I did want to say what was kind of funny as I was like doing my research for all of these is like there were articles that I read that were like 26 kinks and fetishes you should know about by Cosmopolitan. I mean, it sounded like for some of them, they got an expert or a experienced person's opinion on, but some of them like, for example, 
They called it a pregnancy fetish. Where a breeding kink? That's what I'm saying. Like, I thought, I look at it as more like a breeding kink, but I think there is a difference here. Breeding kink means kind of like what Sir explained. It's not necessarily like the pregnancy aspect, but rather like you want to fill them. You want to like breed them with your seed or you want to be filled or yeah. Or you want to be filled. You want to be what sewed. Oh, <laughs> What's God. the that is such a like an 1800s term, but not yes. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I think with, with breeding kink, it has more to do with like the cum and the like claiming aspect. The, yeah. It? The claiming aspect. Like it's like someone just like filled you with their seed. I feel rather, like that's a very primal thing as opposed yeah. to like, rather than like the actual act of getting them pregnant. And so that's when they were like pregnancy fetish. Like some people like when a woman is pregnant, they like the having sex during that time. Like they like the pregnancy aspect of it. But I felt like that article that I read at least kind of made it seem, cause they did mention breeding as well. And I'm like, no, there's definitely a clear difference between like a breeding kink and a pregnancy fetish. Yeah, because, and I think pregnancy fetish could also fall into the fact that like, you like the anticipation of possibly being pregnant or you like the anticipation or the like fear, not fear, but like the anxiety of like having to take a pregnancy test. I do think some women have that. That doesn't necessarily mean, I don't think that goes into a breeding kink. No, and I think a lot of times the, the difference there would be that the people with breeding kinks most often than not, do not want anything to do with a child at that given moment. Yeah, I think they just like the act of it. Exactly. I would say... I would have to do more research on this. Yeah. I don't know if I have a breeding kink. I like to be filled and I like to be claimed in that way. And and I... But uh, then maybe I do. Yeah. But I, but I don't let many... I've only let less than five people come in me ever. So it's a very, very low percentage so I can't, I don't know. I, that's not something I like actively pursue. I'm trying to think of the number of people I've like come inside me. And I think it's much more than five. All I'm saying is, is that like when I was reading through some of these articles and whatnot, I was like, you can just tell which ones are written through the vanilla gaze. No, but I do. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Pregnancy fetish. I think you just like the, the act of pregnancy, not the. And you like having sex like with a pregnant person. Yeah. I don't think that has anything to do with, with coming inside of yeah, person. Yeah, with breeding. Yeah. I think there's a. The, but the way that they had written it, I was like, it, you're kind of like almost meshing the two. And I think they're two very separate things. Now, I will say for anyone listening, you know, if you're on the vanilla spectrum and you're curious, if you have any kinks maybe you connected a little bit with the praise kink maybe you connected a little bit with the degradation could even have connected with the humiliation kink you never know all i'm saying is i really like the bdsmtest.org just because now granted it is definitely on the intense side of the spectrum of kinkiness it does also have like vanilla degradation and some of the more mild kinks in there. Like voyeurism and exhibitionist, like you could be pretty vanilla and still be into watching people have sex or being like an exhibitionist. Yeah, and I think that that comes into just from the fact that, you know, humans, as we've evolved, the way we learned how to have sex early, early, early on was through watching people. So I think that's where like, I think everybody in their own way is a voyeur. Because yeah. deep, 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 and I mean like generational, like actually, you know, like multi-century generations past, like 
your ancestors had to watch other people have sex in order to learn how to have sex. So that's, I think we're all a little bit voyeur, just a little bit. I can agree with that. Um, and I mean, a lot of us watch porn. Like exactly. that's, that's a form of voyeurism, I would say. Yep. Um, but yeah, BDSMtest.org. I think it's fun. Uh, it's a great test. I love that the funny Dom did that one portion in his story one time where he was posting everybody's results if they were giving it, them to him. Of course, you know, you take the test and submit it to him and he'll post it with his opinions. I thought that was super cool. I know that's when I went and did the test and I'll just share my results real quick. So I got 100% voyeur. That was at the top. I do love to watch people have sex. Uh, I do watch a fair amount of porn. 100% rope bunny. Rope bunny, meaning I like to be tied up in rope. So like you take rope and you tie someone up. So 100% rope bunny, which I definitely agreed with. 97% exhibitionist. I'm curious why it got to 97%. I do very much like exhibition, but I would definitely, I guess, you know, I can definitely think of some scenarios where I'd be like, "Mm, no, I don't want to have sex in front of anyone. I don't want to be naked in this moment in time. 97% brat. So like a bratty submissive. 94% masochist. I would uh, definitely agree with that. 94% submissive. 92% non-monogamist. That one was interesting. It's funny because I got 72% non-monogamist. And then 88% primal being the prey. So like primal play or... Would it be a primal kink? Basically, you think like sex turns very animalistic. You're more of like playing into aspects of like hunter and prey. And it can be very hot. There was a guy I was talking to who was pretty vanilla. And we were basically going through all of these. And I just remember like, he was like, okay, explain primal. And I'm like, for example, you could have someone like track you. Like give them a radius and you guys are like tracking each other or, you know, like adult hide and seek. And if they find you, you suck their cock wherever they found you, you know, things like that, which I think could be really hot. And I've always wanted to try, but just haven't had the opportunity to yet. But primal for me, like I love being bit during sex. Like I have one picture where like this one guy bit the absolute shit out of my shoulder, like multiple bite marks. It looked like leopard spots. On my kind of cute, actually. Yeah, of bruises. And honestly, like I would 10 out of 10 go back and get that all over again. But see, yeah. I got 100% submissive, 100% rope bunny, which is hilarious because I've never done shibari before, but I wanted to try it. 100% degree D. So you know I love my degradation. See, I only got seven, 71% degree D. And then I got 98% voyeur, 91% exhibitionist, 88% boy girl. Which I got 78% switch. That was my Ties next into me being a little. 78% age player. That's You know, it's funny that it says I'm 91% exhibitionist because everybody in Kansas knows me for always being the one with no clothes on. My lowest one, I got 6% daddy, mommy, and 10% pet. Those were my bottom two. My bottom three were 22% vanilla, 20% slave, 15% pet. And then everything underneath that was 0% rigor, daddy, mommy, master, master, mistress, owner, brat, dominant, sadist, degrader, switch, brat, tamer, primal, hunter, sadist, zero. See, all of those for mine are in like the 30 to 50% range. Yeah, see, definitely. I'm definitely more. Oh yeah, yours is like... Yours looks like, you know, when you open the menu at a wings place and they have 
<laughs> all, all the flavors and intensity and the level of hotness. Yours looks like that. Mine looks like red light, green light. <laughs> it really does, though. It does. It's like green, red. That's it. There is like no in between. There's two little things that are yellow, but that's it. I think that's because like I'm so open to just about anything and you're very sure of the things that you like. That is true. Yeah. That you're like true. this, yes, this, no. Where I'm like, uh, you know, I could try being the hunter. Yeah, sure. Let me see. If I can track you and then wherever I find you, you gotta, you know, whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah, you have like no red. Okay, we're gonna, if y'all are interested, we're gonna post these back to back um, whenever we release this episode. And if you do the test, you know, whether you're kinky or vanilla, just try it out. It's a fun little test. Um, And if you do it, send us your results. I'd love to see them. Yeah. See what you get. Find my fellow rope bunnies out there. Or my riggers. I love being tied up. So if you're a rigger, meaning you're the one that does the tying, bring the rope and let's have a party. I would love to see like who else has like a hot wings I'm still really surprised I got 47% sadist. And who? Right? (laughs) I do not see that at all. Like Um, which questions did I answer to get that? Anyways, what I'm saying is I hope this explained the kinks a little bit more provided some more clarification. Like I said, for me, it was also some redemption after that brutal <laughs> definition that I gave on that podcast. So here <laughs> we are. Humiliation is humiliating. humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this very kinky vocabulary lesson. And yeah. And share with us your charts. Let, let's see them. Your results. Thank you everybody for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Go be naughty this weekend. Go be a good girl or a little boy. And please wear condoms.